Savani Cup and welcome to another Funkit Pod here. And it's Tuesday and you know what it means, Thailand Tuesday. And I know, I promised we will do an election special, but it has to wait a little bit longer simply because... Well, I just came back from the immigration and I thought I finally can give like a final update on the whole immigration process here. So uh, if you listen to the previous um, Thailand Tuesday, uh, I mentioned that I went to extend my one-year visa that I have like every year, like my, my work visa. And usually it's no problem. I get all the documents from my employer. This time there was a problem because I don't, I don't even know what. There's like a letter that says that I'm employed by university and some wording was wrong. And then... I called the staff at the university who always prepares all the documents for me. And she said, okay, let, I understand. Let me fix it. She fixed the, some wording in, in Passat Thai. So I'm not quite sure what exactly the, 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 the problem was there. Some, uh, whatever. So they, they changed like a small sentence in the document. They sent me the document again. I printed it again. I printed it in color just so that the e-signature looks like more legit. But then this, the, the office staff was like, well, How do you get it so fast? <laughs> like, well, we printed it. I should have said. I should have said I, they grabbed it or something. I was too honest. And then she's like, "No, uh, we don't. I, we don't accept electronic signatures. Like, it's like a scanned signature. And so it's it's the hand signature, but it's it's scanned, and so it's in the document. And so my the staff just re rearranged document. And it's the signature still on there. And like, we don't accept that. So you have to bring the actual signature. So I got like a three week stamp in my passport and have to, had to bring that one document within three weeks again. Or then, so I got the document, which the signature looks exactly the same. <laughs> it looks because it's the same. It's the same, right? Uh, anyway, so I got I got that, that document with the hand-signed signature that looks just the same. Um, and then I went back after, uh, like to, to immigration and I thought, I thought, well, I cannot just walk in there with this one document. They don't know why I'm going there and so on. I was already freaking out. My staff said, our staff at the university said, no, no, just go. They said, just go bring the document. It's going to be fine. Okay. So I went there. I went to the information first at the immigration in Chiang Matana and the, the, the lady at the immigration didn't know anything. She, she's like, ah, just go inside and ask for a queue number. They're going to tell you probably. She did. She couldn't help me at all. So information was like, uh, was like, ah. And I already got, got a bit scared. I'm like, oh no, if they don't know, it's going to be terrible to explain like, hey, I've been here three weeks ago, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I thought they have so many cases like this, so they're not going to remember anyone, right? Obviously. But then I went to the place, the, the counter where you get your number and they, they tell you like which, which counter area to go to, right? So usually visa extension is counter area N. Usually you're like, and N1 is like the counters for your visa extension application. Then and there's one counter, is the N2 counter, which is then... Um, for things like this apparently for like those short picking up passports uh, like if you have to hand in something later apparently um, so yeah so then I got an N2 like I gave them my passport they just scanned it they're like oh yeah we see what's what's happening so good on the system I did not I'm sorry I did not expect the system to be so uh, so efficient in this case I don't know why maybe previous experiences but I was positively surprised that they only checked my passport and they're like oh yeah you need N2 okay here here's N2 so then I went there, um, I had like five queues in front of me, so it was no problem at all. Within like 30 minutes or so, I was I was uh, called upon, I went there. Then there's this immigration um, trainee, right? once with the, with the red jacket. So, and um, well, she said, oh, you want to cancel your visa? I'm like, no, 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 apparently lots of people go there to cancel at the N2 counter, apparently. So no, no, I have to hand in this one paper here. And she's like, oh, let me check. And then there's like all, like a huge, like... I don't know, like 
lots of lots of visa applications like just lined up apparently like by date i guess and so she she was just thinking okay let me check it and she went through lots of paperwork and she, she found my application uh, which was basically lying there probably for like three weeks or so and she said oh yeah sure i got it um she double checked it and she's like yeah seems legend she showed it to the the actual visa officer she was nodding and she's like okay cool uh wait outside we'll give you the passport later so i was waiting for another 45 minutes or so um maybe like an hour uh, and then i got the passport back and everything is done and i have my one year visa now eventually because actually like i said all i was missing was like this one paper that had to be hand signed which is the rule so i'm not complaining about that um i'm just I mean, it looks the same, but I'm not, like I said, if it's a rule, it's a rule. And maybe it's also just because there's been like in the news, there's this, this crackdown on like those, uh, I don't know, corrupt immigration officers and stuff like this. Like it was like in the news, like some Chinese businessman had some weird connections, corruption wise or something, was bribing lots of immigration officials, apparently, um, allegedly. So as far as I understood the news, like of this Thai whistleblower dude, um, so maybe that's also why they're now extra, extra strict by looking at everything and and just making sure there's there's no, no dubious business going on. <laughs> but I mean they're looking. Never mind. <laughs> Let them know it's fine. It's like go by the by the rules. All all good. So um, now it's done done for a year as long as the 90 days uh, work on, online I don't have to go there anymore fingers crossed so all good here um, yeah so that was just my, my final visa update so just so that you know because I assume you've totally invested here what else do I have on my um, on my notes here um, <laughs> I can't even read my own my own handwriting fantastic um Looks like Walkman, but why would I talk about Walkman on Thailand Tuesday? I also wrote on the pollution. I mean, if you live here, you know that, but the pollution has been just terrible those this past few weeks. It's just insane. If you look at the map, also the, the, all the stuff just flies right into Bangkok. Um, yeah, so if you're thinking of going doing a Bangkok trip for now, like I mean, if it's your holiday, yeah, but if you have the chance to move it, move it because right now it's just really terrible. Like today is okay-ish. It says moderate pollution, which is still not nice, but it's like better than the last few days where it was like all in the orange or red, um, like unhealthy for sensitive or just unhealthy. Um, so yeah, double double think, double consider this based upon your your possibilities if you're planning to go to go somewhere. Um, other than that, I also wrote down I want to complain about uh, Grab. I did this before, but I mean I wrote it down. I wrote it down, so I'm gonna do it now. <laughs> Grab. The Uber of Thailand, basically, right? Grab. It's just getting so expensive. It's ridiculous. Like, oh my God. It's like, when, when I go to the immigration, um, it's like double the price. When I, when I want to go to work for like, a, I don't know, if there's no traffic, it's like maximum 30 minutes. It's like 500 baht. Insanity. Crazy. Um, yeah, well, so I, I'm, I'm just wondering like, like sure, I mean, could I afford it? Yeah, would it? It does still. It stinks. It definitely stinks. Right? It's not like yeah, I got the money, so it stinks. But I could do it. But it stinks. It would. It would. So I'm not doing it. I, do, I use public transport, and if, if I have the time, I just wonder like how much longer they gonna do that, and they're gonna increase the prices and so on. Because I mean, what's about the the population of Bangkok that can't afford it? Like, 
Are you only catering to like high so upper class expats or, or what's happening? Insane. Um, no one really thinks about the the population. This is with everything. Like the prices, are, it's everything's getting so expensive. Who thinks about the people that actually make the whole the whole stuff work? It's it's really annoying. It's frustrating. And yeah, no one seems to care. I mean, that experts don't care is unfortunately normal because they only care about their own stuff, which is annoying. I have so many friends. I'm not sure if it's even friends, but contacts, people I know, they just live in their expat bubble and they have no clue about like what's going on, how how much average person living in Bangkok makes or living in Thailand makes, living wherever. Um, they've never been out of their expat bubble. We have an expat, for those who don't know, we have an expat town in Bangkok. It's called Nishada. Um, it's a bit outside of Bangkok, but it's like you you drive through the 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 entrance to like the the gated community basically and it's a huge community and it's doesn't does not look like bangkok at all it's like all very nice maintained lots of green stuff a lake um they have like golf carts in that community they drive around it's in there's an international school campus on that ground so you don't need to leave if you live there you don't need to leave it and To be honest, if I would live there, I also wouldn't leave it because it's way prettier than Bangkok. But that's also why the people living there it's freaking expensive. The people living there don't know anything. They don't have they don't have a clue at all about life in Thailand slash Bangkok or the struggles that like normal people would go through, which is sometimes very frustrating when you talk with experts and they're just like, "Yeah, everything is so cheap here and it's so awesome." And like, yeah, dude, it's because you work for an international company and they they throw money at you so that you stay here. Um, it's not the real life. And that's just, and I'm not, I'm not saying they should feel bad. It's great for them, but they should, I, I would just want them to know how real life looks like. Yeah. So, okay. That's my, that's, that's my weekly rant. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I think, I think I'm, I'm going to try to do the, the election thing the next time. Um, today in the morning, when I, when I walked to the gym, actually one of those election, they're like posters everywhere, right? Like or posters like on cardboard or something. Just so they, they they stay longer, right? This one cardboard actually fell on my head. Thanks for that. Um, would not, I'm not going to say which one it was because uh, I don't want to get involved into politics in politics. But maybe I give you a breakdown of like how things work and what's happening, what's in the news right now. Things that I can mention without getting into trouble. So I'll prepare this for next time, and then we talk about um, politics in Thailand slash Bangkok. Okay. Let, until then. As always, if you have any questions, shout out. And otherwise, stay safe, take care. Like, share, subscribe, rate the podcast, and get ready for some politics. Saudi Cup. Oh, no.